to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God, presented to you by Rev. Bright Nkrumah, the senior pastor of the Kodesh Family Church, Bronx North. He is an anointed pastor and teacher of the Word of God, affecting many lives. Now get ready to be transformed by this message. Grateful. We thank you for another opportunity we have to gather in your presence to hear your word. Spirit of God, we pray that you lead us and guide us into your word. Teach us, Spirit of God, in this service and draw us closer than we came. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. Bless your holy name. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Wonderful. Clap your hands together and please see it. Wonderful. Well, we are continuing with our message on backsliding. I think uh, we, uh, I'm not sure maybe if we put a pause to it, um, but um, this is, um, well, take whatever the Lord, the Spirit will lead us. Let's continue on. But I, I we, love it. We are sharing on symptoms of backsliding. We've been talking about the symptoms of backsliding, and we've talked about several symptoms now. And today we want to um, continue. And so far, I think we have talked through some few symptoms. We said symptoms are the things that we see in ourselves that we identify, and when we see these things in ourselves, we can say that we have a tendency to backslide, okay? These are signs or symptoms that will show us that we too can backslide. We can stop moving with God the way we are moving, or we can come to a halt, or we can slow down any of these movements to turn back, to slow down, or to come to a halt. They are all forms of backsliding. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? If you are moving with God and you are not growing, you are not moving with the spirit, you are backsliding. And so um, what are some of the few symptoms we have gone through so far? We have gone through bad company. Bad company. We said keeping a bad company is a sign that someone is going to backslide. Number two, looking backward. Looking backward. When we look backwards to the things that we are doing and we miss those things. Is a sign that we are backsliding, constantly looking backward, constantly missing those things, constantly reminiscing and thinking mm. of how you feel life was, how good life was. Some of you, sometimes when you are there, you fantasize how you were with your ex-boyfriend, your ex-girlfriend, and imagine all kinds of things, you know, and it's a sign, and you miss that time, you miss it. You know, not remember times with remorse, like how filthy <laughs> I was and how dirty I was. But you are thinking of them as how great time it was, you know, and things like that. It's a, back, it's a form of backsliding. Amen. Amen. Number three. Overconfidence. 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 Overconfident Christians are judgmental. When you are overconfident and you feel that you know, you have come this far, nothing can move you, you are deceiving yourself. You can easily backslide. You can easily backslide. 
you have to understand that there are people who have gone as far as becoming bishops and they turn backward. They turn backward from what they said they believe, from what they had confidence in, from the ministry they took so faithfully, they turn back on it. It's backsliding. Hallelujah. So none of us are beyond backsliding. Don't be overconfident. Next one. Uh, stubbornness. 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 Are you stubborn? You are a person who is about to be to backslide. If you are stubborn, stubborn means you can't be instructed. You can't be advised. You cannot be counseled. The word of God has no effect on your life. We plant the seeds, but it doesn't bring forth the kind of fruits that ought to come forth. You are stubborn. And as Pastor Chani was sharing, it is not the word. The word has the word has all the potential, all the, the, the potent nutrients in it to bring forth fruits. But it's the soil, the soil that receives the word. That is what determines whether food will come out, fruits will come out or not. Amen. Amen. The next one. I, I think it's that. Is that all? Overconfident? No, I, I say surprises. Christian surprises. Christian surprises. We, we talk about Christian surprises. We talked a lot about Christian surprises. Listen to them. So I guess that was the last one. So today yes. we continue on. Number six. Is that number six? Symptom number six. To be easily offended. Mm. So maybe uh, I'll give you quick ones, two quick ones, and then we will we will break. You are preaching. Um, to be easily offended. Okay. Anyone who is very touchy, you are touchy. Hey. You know, easily hurt, and you are easily offended. You know, a person who is easily offended is on the verge of backsliding. For you understand. When you when you, you say I am very sensitive, you know hey. I'm easily offended. Hey, you know, who is that? You are you are someone who is about to backslide. Okay, it's you're, a dangerous place to be. It's a dangerous thing to have that you are touchy. You know every every, every everything. You know you know who is a, a person who is touchy. Yes, you know, their, their heart is in the palm. They hold it like that. When it's, hey, it's I'm very very <laughs> delicate. You know. We have to handle you with all carefulness and very yeah. delicate. You know, you are, offend them. <laughs> you, you, are, you, are, you are someone who can easily backslide. Okay? The English is not good. They are offended. <laughs> Anyone with whom we have to be extra cautious in yeah. dealing with you, you are someone who is going to backslide. Okay? You are someone, whenever we have to be very careful in dealing with you, we have to be careful what we say. We have to be careful how we say it. We have to be careful when we say it. If you are like that, you are not someone who is going to be with us for a very long time. I can tell you that much. Okay? That means you are someone who is ready to backslide. You are touchy. You have a touchy feely. The heart is on their skin. The heart is on your skin. What a shock. So a Christian who is easily offended is walking on a thin line in the Christian faith. You are walking on a very thin line. Any slight touch of offense can knock you off. Any slight touch of offense can tip you off the cliff and you fall. 
you can pick up. That is a person who is easily offended. Amen. Amen. If you are such a person, you will often find yourself saying certain things. Certain things such as, you know, I'm going to stop doing this. I'm going to stop singing. You know, I'm going to leave the ministry. Then it's finished. I'm going to leave the ministry. Then it's finished. You know, that is your way of talking. Mercy. And every little thing, I'm going to leave the church. That is, if you find yourself often saying that, or even the thoughts often occurring to you, Mm. you know, I'm going to leave the marriage. I'm going to leave you. I'm going to do this. You know, if you are like that, you are often saying things like that. You are a touchy person. You know, you, 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 are, you are overly sensitive and Mercy. you are easily offended. Anything offends you and we always have to be careful. So to find that anything that happens to you, your first reaction to any of such thing is you are going to stop doing something for God. You are going to stop doing this. Something that you are committed to, you are going to stop doing it. That is a mm. person who is easily offended. Every living thing, every living, uh, forgive me, every little thing seems to offend you. That is mm. a person who is going to backslide. So a person who is like that always feels that, for instance, the preaching is about you. Hey. <laughs> you, 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 you always feel that the preaching is about you. You say, it's, you, did you see that it was me they were talking about? Did, did, you, did you see that? Did you see what Reverend was saying? Did you, did, you, did, you, did, you, did you get anything from it? Then they ask you like that. Did you get anything from it? What do you think? And then they want you to say that it, it looks like it was about you. That is what they want you to say. Is it so you feel that the preaching is about you. Sometimes they say, like, say it's my message. <laughs> the pastor cannot look at you when he's preaching. Thank God for the Zoom now. You know, you don't know if I'm looking at you. I'm looking at you, but you can see that. I'm looking at you. you see, thank God. But if we are in person, the pastor cannot look at you. The moment the pastor looks at you, your face changes. You see, and you are offended. Your name cannot be mentioned. If they mention your name in the preaching, you get angry. Or you, you get uncomfortable. That is a person who is easily offended. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes. Yes, You find yourself laughing only when the message is about something that has nothing to do with your character. You see, then you are laughing. You know, but if it is something to do with your character, then you get angry inside. (laughs) You say the same message. (laughs) And then even I mean, some people get angry when we. You see, these days I don't go over the previous message a lot because some people get angry. That you stay on the point last last week's message <laughs> and you are going on and on. You didn't even make another point. You just preach the same message again. You see, move on. And they are angry. They are, they they can't stand. And then some sometimes you say, oh, let me come the second half of the preaching because he's probably going to go back. <laughs> who is that? The who, previous who is point. That? <laughs> But sometimes you realize that if you are wise, you realize that even when we are going over the point, some the spirit brings us certain new things. Yeah, always. You know, the spirit will bring something that even we didn't talk about. 
And sometimes those things are even way high than the main message that we share. But you have to be prepared, not be offended when we are going over the message again. Hallelujah. Amen. You don't grow spiritually if you cannot receive the word of God for you. You see, mm-hmm. you never will grow spiritually. You will never become that seed in the Lord's vineyard to bring mm-hmm. forth that kind of fruit. You understand? Mm-hmm. You will never become that. So we will sow the seed and sow the seed and we are expecting that certain fruits will come out of the garden, but it's not coming up. It's not because the seeds are bad. Are you mm. understanding what we are sharing? It's not because the seeds are bad, but it's because okay. you don't even allow the seed to enter into you. And the mm. seed is superficial. You, I mean, some of you come for the, I mean, for the service and... If I were to ask you even what we shared last week, you can't remember a thing. You can't remember. Mm-hmm. You can't remember the topic. You can't remember the things we shared, you know, but you, you probably were blessed. You felt blessed. When at the end of the message, you felt blessed. You were, but you didn't really allow the message to affect you. Are you mm-hmm. understand what I'm sharing with you? Look at Matthew chapter 13. Matthew chapter 13 and verse 20. Matthew chapter 13 and verse 20. It says, But he that received the word, or received the seed, into stony places. You see. So the seed is coming, but you are receiving it in stony places. Is somebody understanding what we are sharing? Yes, right. It's the same seed. But you are receiving it in stony places. You are putting the word in stony places of your character. The stony places of your life. Okay? So it says, he that received the the seed into stony places, the same is he. That's the kind of person. That is what it means. The same is he that heareth the word. You see, you heard it. And anon with joy received it. So last week's message, when we were sharing, you were, you were receiving it with joy. Oh, yes. Uh, you with, see? With the windows, yeah. <laughs> you were receiving it with joy. We were sharing certain windows, and they were applicable, but you receive it with joy. But they were in stony places. And so look at what happens. The next verse. It says, he had he not root in himself. Mm. The word can never have root in you if it falls on stony place. Mm. So it's not that the word has no effect, but it has no effect on stony places, such as you, your heart. So he had, he, he said, yet had he not root in himself, but dureth for a while. Mm. So some, some of you, you are here for a while. Seriously. You are easily offended. You are here for a while. And you are receiving, you are, you are, you are duret for a while. Mm. For when tribulation or persecution mm. arises because of the word, mm. by and by he's offended. Forgive. Are, are you understanding the message? Yes. By and by he's offended. So you, 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 are, the, you are like that. If you are someone who is easily offended, you are duret for a while. Mm. You are during for a while. Anything by and by will offend you and then you are gone. 
you will backslide. You've heard the saying, your name was mentioned with some example, then you are offended. Look, my name was mentioned in most of Apostle Joel's messages in the late 90s. If you were to lay hands on them and listen, you will hear my name almost every, every time he's preaching. Mm. Mm. Some examples that you, you would have taken you out. Do you understand? Mm. I, I, I bought a new car. It was used in the preaching with <laughs> an example. You know, <laughs> you wear a new suit. It is used in the preaching. You know, your tie is used in the preaching. I mean, with your wife, you know, you like to sit with your wife and not come in the front or something. It's used in the preaching. You know, everything was used in the preaching. But I, I, I wasn't a touchy Christian. Because if I was a touchy Christian, I wouldn't be standing here right now preaching to you. Wow, what a blessing. <laughs> Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? You go and lay hands on some of those 90s messages and say, I don't know if you, they were still, they were cassettes. So I'm not sure even if you can <laughs> your, your find that. <laughs> Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Don't be touchy. Don't be, don't be a touchy Christian. Amen. Aaron, it's good Look, to every message we <laughs> preach in the church, are you listening? Every yes. message we preach in the church is intended for you. Amen. True. Every message is intended for you. However, it's not every message that is about you. Nobody understand what I'm saying with you. Yes. It's intended for you, but don't make every message about you. Wow. If it's intended for you, you find yourself in the message. If it's intended for you, you will find some behavior in the message. But it is not about you. Mm. Now, your situation may be a good example. Do you understand? It's a bad thing, but it's a good example for the rest of us to learn from. And when it is used, look, we cannot make up Cases and scenarios yeah. from aliens. Do you understand? At all. <laughs> we cannot preach with examples about aliens mm. and windows about aliens. Mm. Okay. All our windows, all our examples will be about humans. And as long as you are human, you may have walked that line before. True. And you may oh. find yourself in the message, but don't be offended. I'm still on that line. Yeah, still on. If you bought a new car and I'm preaching and I use the new car as an example, don't be offended. At all. <laughs> you bought a white house. <laughs> if you bought a house and I'm using a house as an example, don't be offended. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Because I bought a house and house was used as an example before. <laughs> oh, yes. I moved to a far place, and moving to a far place was used as an example before. But by the grace of God, I'm standing. Amen. Amen. I love it. Is somebody understanding the word? Yes. Yeah. It's a good, it's a good example. Hmm. I mean, we always have to be careful with you. You know, hmm. we always have to think of what we say, how we hmm. say it. You know, and it's, it's, you are working on a thin line of backsliding. Mercy. That is what it is. Mm. 
Bishop says a sister who was absent from church, you know, didn't show up in church, and then they went to visit the sister. She has not been coming to church. So they went to visit the sister to find out, sister, why have you not been coming to church? And you know why? Because when she came to church, an usher told her to sit somewhere. And when she sat there, I believe the chief usher told us that this new apprentice usher who is in training, you know, go and tell the sister, don't sit there over there. We told you that when people come, sit them here first. Let them sit here. So she, the, the usher went back to her and said, sister, can you please take your bag and move and come and sit here? And she quietly came to sit and that was the last sitting. Mercy. Bracovi. That was the last sitting. She didn't come to the church again. Because this inexperienced Asha moved there from where she was seated. Because the chief Asha told her, told him to go and rearrange the people. <laughs> and that took her away from the church. Mercy. You, you, your baby is crying, and then we told you, can you take your crying baby out of the main church? Because it's disturbing the preaching. It is coming in the recording. It is, this is not nice. And you took your baby and then you went out, 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 out. <laughs> with a parking lot to, your, to the cap, get a cap and out. That was the end. You want me to go out? I'm out. Easily offended. Touchy. I mean, how can you not see that your crying baby is disturbing the message? Why are you so touchy? You see, easily offended. See, you are preaching. The pastor like was talking about you or saying, and then <laughs> you didn't remember your name. Instead of Linda, she said Lucy or something like that. And you are so offended. The pastor could not remember. Can you, can you imagine? Reverend did not remember my name. Mercy. Can you imagine? Hey, Linda and it, it's, it's like a big discussion. That Reverend did not remember my name. What church is that? <laughs> or even where still your baby's name. Reverend did not remember your baby's name. <laughs> and he's the one that uh, that uh, um, um this when this child was born, he was the one that dedicated this child and blessed this child, mentioned this child's name and blessed it, and the Reverend does not remember my baby's name. Bless you. When he was calling all the babies, all the children in the church, he was mentioning their name, and he didn't remember my child's name. Mercy. And that you are offended. Who is that? Forgive. You're offended. Mercy. Lord, have mercy. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes, please. You are preaching for us. Forgive us. Okay, we call you <laughs> Sister Linda. Forgive us. We know you are Sister Lucy. Nothing will change it. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Let us not be touchy, touchy Christians. Let us not be touchy. Reverend passed by and didn't say hello to you in the hallway as you are coming back. No hugging, please. We are not going to hug anyone when we get back. Okay, so I'm announcing it in advance. No hugging. So when you are coming, oh, Reverend, Reverend, and I move away, don't be offended. Because we have told the people in our letter and our promise that when we come back, we will have no hugging, no handshake, 
No, so if you stretch forth your hand and I move, it's not because your hands are dirty. Oh, I think you have Corona because this is what we are saying. We are going to do to stay safe. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Somebody understand what I'm sharing with you? Yes. That's right. Don't be offended. Recently, what we were at work and um, there was one of the residents who has been rotating with us. And I met her and she has um she she had just taken her mask off. I think she was cleaning her face or something. And I said, Do you know that if Corona was over and I met you outside, I would have passed you by because I've never seen your face before. <laughs> I didn't know who she was. All I've seen all this month is just her eyes because she has something wrapped on her head and a mask on her face. And I only see her eyes. eyes. And sometimes she even has goggles on. So, I mean, I would have met her on the outside and she would think that I'm a mean person. I just met her and I passed her by. So sometimes you don't even understand why somebody passed you by. True, true. And so don't be offended. Mm. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes. So anyone who is easily offended is difficult to live with. If you are easily offended, you are difficult to live with. Mm. Amen. Amen. You see, we are designed as humans, we are designed to be sensitive to hurts. Okay? But we are not designed to live with hurts. Wow. Wow. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes. Yes. We, We ought to be sensitive to things that hurt. God is sensitive. God, mm. when things hurt him, he, it hurts him. But he doesn't live with the hurt. True. Amen. That is why he covers your offenses. When you have offended him, why, do you, why does he say that he is an offense? Because when you did it, it offended him. Mm. But in order not to live with it, he covers it. Are you understand what I'm sharing with you? Yes. So he doesn't live with it, so he can live with you. Wow. Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 26, the Bible says, Be ye angry. Do you see? It says, Be ye angry and sin not. Wow. It says, Be ye angry. Because we 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 are ought we ought to be angry about unpleasant things. Yeah. It's allowed. We ought to be angry about things we don't like. Mm. We ought to be angry about things we don't like to hear. But we should not sin. And then he says, let not the sun go down upon your wrath. Mm. That means when the thing has offended you or you, you have been displeased about the thing and you are angry, don't let the sun go down upon it. That means don't live with it. Wow. wow. Don't go to bed with it. And then rise up with it. Amen. You can be offended, but don't carry it on. Don't don't keep it that I'm offended and it's affecting this and it's affecting that and it's going to this area and it's going to that area and it affects every area to bed. Six p.m. It says don't let don't let the sun go down. When it's six p.m. and you are still offended, you are committing the sin against Ephesians four twenty six. Wow. Don't let the don't let the sun go down. Upon your anger. anger. Hallelujah. Amen. 
So don't be a person who is easily offended. When you are like that, you are a person that cannot live with us for long. True. Do you understand? Because when people don't know how to handle you, they don't know how to, we don't know what to say. We don't know how to say it. We don't know when to say it. I mean, if you were living with a person like that, you are very frustrated. And Mm. the way to avoid the frustration is to stay away from the person. Keep quiet. You keep quiet. You stay quiet. You don't talk. Mm. And then you are offended because you say, why don't you talk? You are quiet. Mm. So when you are like that, you see that we retract from you. Yeah, It's not pleasant to be around you. We can use you as an example. We can call your name. We can mention you. Ellen, are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Is somebody listening? Yes, bro. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Here. So don't be a person who is easily offended. The next symptom. The next symptom. Mm. Forgetfulness. Hey. I'm giving you just two and then we close. Okay. Forgetfulness. Forgetfulness. Wow. So people who easily forget where they came from to be where they are in this current position are people who are easily backsliders. Wow. When you are, when you are someone who easily forgets where you came from, mm. you don't seem to remember where God picked you up from. You don't seem to remember what state you were in when God took you. If you are like that, you can easily backslide. Hallelujah. Amen. There are some people that don't seem to remember what state they were in before they came to Christ. True. And when you are like that, you are not appreciative of what God has done in your life. That is why today I feel like we should sing that song properly. And let's remember what God has done for us. Mm. Amen. Amen. There are others also, you see, they tend to think that life was always like this before. They, they, they tend to think that life was like this before. Or life would have been like this anyway. Hey. You see, you don't, then you, 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 you are not a person who can remember. You are a forgetful person. If you assume, if you think that your life would have been like this anyway. Are you understand what I'm sharing with you? Some of you, you cannot appreciate what even the church has done for you or what the Lord has done for you. Some of you, you would have been an alcoholic. True. If you were ever falling in gutters and they will pick you up and this and that, you should remember where the Lord has brought you from. (laughs) You should be thankful that Today you could have had an, you could have had HIV AIDS. Mm. The other day I was thinking of this young lady who I met several years ago. You know, beautiful young lady, very young, very very young, and she had contracted HIV. You see, innocently, for someone who promised that, you know, we are childhood beloveds and we are going to marry. Not knowing the boy was too mature for her and was doing all kinds of other things. And she was faithfully in this relationship, very young. I cannot 
even disclose her age for some reason when she had met this person. Mm. Amen. Amen. And then you go, you go on to think of this person. And I was, I mean, I was just remembering her and I said, you know, she had HIV many years ago. So where is she now? What, what has the disease done to her? Mm-hmm. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? What has the disease done to her? Some of us don't even remember that through the church, we found a relationship. But when we get offended, we can take our person away and go. And leave the church. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Through the church, we have found many friends. Good friends. But when you are doing something and you are thinking of real genuine people to call, it will be the church people. Hmm. When you say that, I can definitely rely on these people to be there, it will be the church people. When you say that, when I'm in this trouble and I really need help, the person that can really rise up to help me is one of these people. Hmm. And when we cannot remember all of those things, you see, and these are things that you can easily overlook and consider as just and it makes it look like even if it wasn't for the church we would have been friends you see sometimes it can be like that to you true true that is when we push god aside because none of us would have come together if it wasn't for christ Mm. we never decided to meet because we wanted friendship we came together in the name of christ Amen. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? But when we are offended and we are spoiling the church, we don't think of this. Hmm. We we allow the enemy to lead us and do all kinds of things harmful to the very thing that has brought us this far. Amen. Amen. So we have to be people who are not forgetful. You see, be a person who is not forgetful of little things. Mm. Sometimes that little things are the most important things. And when you forget them, you, you realize that you are being ungrateful and you, you are being someone who does not contribute. You are being someone who does not build. You are mm. being someone who does not add on because mm. you don't see value in it. Hallelujah. Amen. When you are preaching. There are others also who intentionally don't want their past to be remembered. Hey. So they behave as if the past never existed. Who is that? Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying? I do. You don't understand. You see, I said there are some people who don't want their past to be remembered. They don't want you to remind them of their past. So they behave as if the past never existed. Mercy. They behave as if we were never like this before we met you. We were never like this before we got here. We were never like this before we came here. We were never like that. You, you, you intentionally don't want... So some people don't even want to acknowledge that you contributed something in my life to make you feel that, oh, I was once this way before I met you. 
Are you understand what I'm sharing with you? Yes, yes. So they don't even want to say thank you. Thank you. Mm. They don't want to say thank you. Because mm. by saying thank you, they're acknowledging that I remember where I was before I met you. Yeah, I don't know how to put on shit. So they intentionally forget their past. Mm. Now, the root of this kind of behavior, you know what it is? It's pride. The very root of this behavior is pride. Mm. You have an underlying pride which was masked by or was covered by difficult circumstances. You are diagnosing us. Mm. Oh, you don't understand the message. I do. You are preaching. You are preaching. Let me take it again. I said you had an or you have an underlying pride. Right. It was covered. It was, it was, it was, uh, it was masked by difficult circumstances. circumstances. <laughs> difficult situation. Hey. Amen. Humility. Others also forget how life was like an, as it was like an unbeliever. You forget. Hey, forget how life was as an unbeliever. You know, you, you forget that, you know, by now you could have smoked until you had a lung cancer. <laughs> because everyone you were walking around was a smoker. <laughs> you understand? You're from the smokehouse. <laughs> from your childhood, you were sent, always go and light cigarettes. And you, you practiced it. You stayed there long time, three, five minutes before you brought the cigarette to the person. I did. You I know. from my grandfather. <laughs> Very low things. Yeah. I'll pipe it so that you don't go off. <laughs> true or not true? True. Very true. Before I get to him, I'll be piping it so that the last you don't go off. They say, hey, don't put it in your mouth. Just go and put it in the fire and bring it. And then you went there and then you stood up. <laughs> you smoked the thing for about five minutes before you brought the thing. My life would have been charcoal. <laughs> and the Lord delivered you. The Lord delivered you. My Amen. Some people, you remember how your Friday nights and your Saturday nights were. <laughs> and we, you could have had an accident and died. But the Lord delivered you. The Lord has brought you this far. You cannot <laughs> pretend like you don't remember. You can't. That is called no, good. But you see, when we remember these things, when we remember these things, it brings an appreciation and it yeah. brings us a desire to serve God more and a desire to remain that to acknowledge that this is a good thing that has happened to me. Mm. You see, and then you say to yourself, Nothing should move me from here. Yeah, is somebody understand what I'm sharing? Yes, that's right. Yeah, enjoying the message makes you appreciate what the Lord has done. (laughs) Hallelujah! Amen. When you are able to remember those feelings and the cryings, when you are able to remember how you used to cry, how you the way you used to feel. If you're able to remember the loneliness. Mm. Some people were very lonely. Mm. But look where God has brought you today. And we should remember. We should remember. So mm. when we are singing and we're saying God has done great things for us, you should be able to sing that too. 
Mm. Those things you, for me personally, when we are singing songs like this, the way my emotions come is I start thinking of what the Lord has done and how far he has brought me. The difficult situations I was in, which I could not have gotten myself out and the Lord took me out of them. I remember them and it makes me sing with my heart. Yes. Because otherwise it would just be a song words that we are singing. True. True. If you cannot remember really that God has done something for you. Amen. Amen. People forget what life was like in Egypt. Mm. They forget how life was like mm. in Egypt. And that is why they are not appreciative of what the Lord has done for them. The Amen. God said to Moses, look at Exodus chapter 3 and verse 7. Exodus chapter 3 and verse 7. If you have the NIV, Exodus chapter 3 and verse 7. He says, the Lord said, I have indeed seen the misery of my people in Egypt. Are you listening? This is what God saw. He says, I have indeed seen the misery of my people in Egypt. I have heard them crying out. You were crying out to the Lord. And he heard you. He said, I've heard them crying out because of their slave drivers, because of your bondage, because of your difficult situation, because of what seemed to be an impossible situation. He says, I have heard them crying out because of their slave drivers, and I am concerned about their suffering. Hmm. I am concerned about their suffering. Then verse 8, he says, so I have come down to rescue them from the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up out of that land into a good and spacious land. Wow. A land flowing with milk and honey. The home of the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites. Wow. So God is bringing you to a land where it's spacious. Mm, big space. Big space. So when I'm reading something like this, I say, wow. I remember when we were living in a studio. And you're sitting in your living room, you can see your bedroom. And then when you turn around like this, your kitchen is right there. And your bedroom, your bathroom is right there. If you all have the same shift of work and you have to go, one has to wake up an hour early or so. Otherwise, one bathroom, you, are, that's, you have to wait until one person is done. Mm. Mm. you see and then he says now I'm bringing you to a spacious land why would you not be appreciative why would you not be grateful why can you not remember and say that the Lord is the one who took me out and brought me here is somebody understanding the word of God yes go back to the scripture let's read it says so I have come down to rescue them from the land of the Egyptians and to bring them up out of that land into a good and spacious land, a land flowing with milk and honey, the home of the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites. Hey, brother, sister, the job that you are having, it could have been a Jebusite's job, hey. a Hittite job. Hey. 
an Amorite job. You don't belong mm. here. You don't belong True. there. True. But the Lord True. was able to move you and bring you in that position. Why would you not be grateful? Why would you not be thankful? Mm. You were coming from Egypt. You didn't bring that job with you. You didn't even think you can occupy a job. That home that it says that, that that home that you are living, it could have been a Hittite home, a Canaanite home. Some of us remember very well the places where we were sleeping when we first entered into this land. Hey, good day. You understand? We remember they have cut some. You separated the curtain behind something that you are sleeping behind there. You know, that is what you call your bedroom. You know, it's a big living room that they have made a, a bedroom for you. <laughs> 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 are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? It's called partition. It's called partition. <laughs> yes, thank you. It's called partition. <laughs> Amen. Amen. The next verse. Verse 9. It says, And now the cry of the Israelites has reached me, and I have seen the way the Egyptians are oppressing them. God has seen your oppression. So now go. I'm sending you to Pharaoh to bring my people, the Israelites, out of Egypt. And then God brought the people out of Egypt. God took the people out of Egypt. And not long after that, look at Numbers, Numbers chapter 11. Look at what God saw. I want you to remember what we just read, what God saw. God saw the suffering and the misery of the people. God heard the crying of the people. They were crying. And God is not a man that he will lie. They were crying. And God heard their cry. Now, Numbers chapter 11, go to verse 5. Verse 5. They said, this is what now, when they, after they have been taken out of Egypt, and they have come, they said, we remember the fish we ate in Egypt. Hey, at no cost. Forgive. You see, I'm telling you, people cannot remember <laughs> their sufferings. People cannot remember their cries, their misery. So now today they are saying, we remember the fish we ate in Egypt at no cost. Also the cucumbers, Mm. the melons, Mm. the leeks, the Mm. onions, and garlic. But now we have lost our appetite. (laughs) (laughs) Look at this. Now we have lost our appetite. We never see anything but this manner. That's all we see here. So you see, when the people cannot appreciate what the Lord has done, they remember they are offended. They are offended at any good thing that the Lord is giving to them. Because Mm. you cannot even remember your suffering, your misery. We don't have time to read all the other places. They say, we sat by our paths and we ate meat. And we ate bread. Mm. We had beautiful graveyards to bury our people when they die. Mercy. Not this wilderness. Everyone dies. Just throw him in the wilderness somewhere. We had beautiful graveyards. 
that were mowed, long, beautiful. Mm. And because of that, they complained and they were offended. Some Christians feel life was better as an unbeliever than it is now. <laughs> it's a good old days. <laughs> and that is why pe- some people are ungrateful. Mercy. Mercy. Are you understand what? But God knows where He brought you from. God knows yes. the situation you were in when you were crying, the, your misery. God knows. He knows. He said in Exodus 20 and verse 2, He says, I am the Lord thy God, which brought thee out of the land of Egypt. I am the Lord. I am the one who brought you out of the land of Egypt. So He knows where He brought you from. Out of the house of slavery, out of the land of slavery, or out of the Land of bondage, the house of mm. bondage. I am the Lord. Amen. Amen, your God. Because we have a tendency to forget. We have a tendency to forget. And it's, it, 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 it does not make us appreciate what we are having or what we have when we have a tendency to forget. Whenever you cannot remember. A progress. You don't seem to appreciate your new position. Because you don't see it better than where it was before. Amen. Amen. Deuteronomy chapter 8 and verse 7. It says, Deuteronomy chapter 8 and verse 7. It says, For the Lord thy God bringeth thee into a good land, a land of brooks of water, of fountains, and deaths that spring out of the valleys and hills. A land of wheat and barley and vines and fig trees and pomegranates. A land of oil and honey. A land wherein thou shalt eat bread without scarceness. Mm. Amen. Amen. I believe... You know, any moment anyone comes in your home and they want something to eat, they'll find something to eat. I don't think your situation now, somebody will come to your home and you say, there's no food in my home. You see. So you, 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 are, you are in a land where you eat bread without scarceness. That's what it means. Mm. There's no scarcity. Thou shalt not lack anything in it. By the grace of God. A land whose stones are iron and out of whose hills thou mightest dig brass. Wow. When thou hast eaten, are you listening? Mm. And at full, then thou shalt bless the Lord thy God for the good land which he hath given thee. Amen. You should bless the Lord. If by the grace of God, this pandemic has come this far to a stage where now there's even vaccine, where people are being protected, you should bless God that you are alive to see this. You should bless God. You should be appreciative of how far God has brought us. You should be thankful. Amen. Amen. He says, when thou hast eaten and art full, then thou shalt bless the Lord thy God for the good land which he had given thee. And I'm telling you, put, put a pause on that scripture. You see, we read this and we read that. 
I'm telling you that the times that we forget God is when we have eaten and we are full. True, always. We forget God when we are eating and are, you see, have you realized that when you are eating and you are full, food doesn't taste nice. You, even the smell of food is disgusting to you. But when you are hungry, any type of food tastes nice to you. Everything. When we lack, we go to the Lord and we welcome anything he gives us. When we don't have, we welcome anything the church does to us. We are, we are waiting on God. We are prepared to wait. Nothing moves us. When we don't have, some, some, sometimes people come, they don't know anybody in the land. They don't even have places to stay. They don't have a job. They don't have anything. And the church means so much to them. So much to them. They, they, they are in a church on Sunday. They stay for all the meetings. They are not shepherds, but they are in the shepherd's meeting. I've seen it. I'm a pastor. I am the one that stands before the shepherds and I'm preaching. They are not shepherds, but they stay in the shepherd's meeting. Okay? They are in Tuesday service. They stay until the last car is leaving the parking lot. Yeah. Okay, they stay, they come for prayer meetings. The, mm-hmm. the church means everything to them. They are just glad that they know people from their yeah. places and they are in the church. And so mm-hmm. they, they, the church means a lot to them. Mm-hmm. But when they are full, when thou art full and are, they are eating and they are full, I'm preaching to you. Yes, you are preaching. It's true. It's true. They are preaching is very, very true. He says, when thou art eating and thou art full, go back, go back to my preaching. When thou hast eaten and art full, then thou shalt bless the Lord thy God for the good land which he had given thee. It is the greatest thing that you will do when you are eating and you are full, when you are in a goodly land and you bless the Lord. Mm. That means that you remember God. You remember God. Amen. When you pass the exam. When you pass the exam. When you have now, finally you have the degree. Today you have the degree, so you are too busy. You are too busy to be in church. You are too important for us to call you to even remind you about church. Or to do something for the church. Or to to be sent by the church. We can't even talk to you because you are too big. Because of a small degree or small job, which the Lord can just blow away like this. Lord have mercy. And if you are not wise, you have to look and see that people have held that job before. The job, the same job that you are holding, some other person has held that job before. Or the Mm. same degree, someone has held it and has lost it. Mm. I remember, anyway, it's. It's okay. Amen. Amen. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes, yes please. When thou hast eaten and art full, then thou shalt bless the Lord thy God for the good land which he had given thee. Hmm. Amen. Amen. Are you understanding? Yes, please. The next verse. It says, Beware that thou forget not the Lord thy God. Beware. Mm. You ought to beware. You ought to be conscious. Mm. You ought to beware that you do not forget the Lord thy God in not keeping his commandment and his judgment and his statutes 
which I command thee this day. Mm. Go on. Lest when thou hast eaten and art full, and hast built goodly houses and dwell therein, mm. and all that you have, he says, and when thy heads and thy flocks multiply, and thy silver and thy gold is multiplied, and all that thou hast is multiplied, then thy heart be lifted up. Do you understand what it means for your heart to be lifted up? Then thine heart be lifted up, and thou forget the Lord thy God, which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. When you are like that, you are a person who can easily backslide. You can stop working with the Lord. True. When your heart is lifted up and you forget the Lord thy God. That is backsliding. Are you understand what I'm sharing with you? Yes. See, because we have a tendency to forget sometimes. It will be wise, in my opinion. It will be wise for us to write down what God has done for us. To write mm-hmm. down. The things that God has done. When you are there, sometimes just write down the things that God has done for you. Mm. Amen. And then you also write down the promises that you make to God. God. The promises that we make. If you give me this job, I will do this. If you give me my purpose, I will do this. How many of you have said that before? Hey. Hey. (laughs) You give me my license. You are going for the interview and you prayed, if the Lord gives me my purpose, because you felt this is the only thing, this is the one thing that I want God to do for me. If I, if I get married, if I get healed, (laughs) if I get healed, if I get, if, if only God will give me a child, I remember someone was singing that prayer every day in my own ears. Mm. If only God would give me one child, one, one, one like this, one child. Amen. Amen. And then the Lord gave. And then, then I'm two seconds, one more, one more. <laughs> it's a request. Amen. Amen. And then the Lord gave two. The third one, that will be eight. The third one, that will be eight. Then I'm done, Lord. The third one, then I'm done. After the third one, I heard some secret prayers. I said, hey, sister. I'm not being grateful. Stop that prayer. Abraham's Abraham's request. Look, forgetfulness is an evil disease. I'm telling you. It's an mm. evil disease. Lord have mercy. It is an evil disease. And mm. I tell you, it is the cause of most of the ungodly nature and unfaithfulness among God's people. It is the very cause of ungodly nature mm. and unfaithfulness among Christians. And God takes forgetfulness with seriousness. seriousness. He takes it seriously. Let me read one scripture with you and then we close. I love it. When you are forgetful, you, you, you cannot walk with God for long. You are a person who backslide. You mm. will backslide. Because I can assure you, as you are working with God, he will bless you. Mm-hmm. But if you cannot remember to turn back to God and acknowledge him, you are a person who will backslide. 
you will believe God. So look, Deuteronomy chapter 8 and verse 2. Go to Deuteronomy 8 and verse 2. It says, and thou shalt remember. Are you listening? This is the Lord speaking. It says, and thou shalt remember all the way which the Lord thy God led thee these 40 years in the wilderness. And the reason, the purpose was to humble thee and to prove thee to know what is in thine heart, whether thou wouldest keep his commandment or no. Verse 3. And he humbled thee and suffered thee to hunger and fed thee with manna, which thou knewest not, neither did thy fathers know that he might make thee know that man doth not live by bread only, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of the Lord, that man live. Hallelujah. To remember. So look, from this scripture, we can see that God can lead you through a wilderness. God can lead you through a difficult situation for various reasons. That you will learn to remember, to remember, to not be forgetful. Mm. You know, it is, a, it is a very dangerous thing to be a forgetful person that you can remember things of the past. Some counseling somebody gave you. Some direction that somebody gave you. Some help that somebody gave you. You know, some door that somebody opened for you. If you cannot remember that, it is a very ungodly nature. And so look at what God did to a whole nation. I mean, people put the, the numbers differently when the people of Israel were living in Egypt, the population. People say all kinds of numbers. But a whole nation, God took them out. And he says, for the sake of remembrance and humility, he took them through a wilderness for 40 years just to teach them this one lesson. That is how serious it is with God both young and old. So God can lead you through a wilderness, one to humble you. You see, he says, let's go back to verse two. He says, that is this reason. And thou shalt remember all, remember all the way. Remember, don't forget all the way which the Lord thy God led thee these 40 years in the wilderness. Because when you remember, it leads to this he will be able to humble thee and to, to know what is in thine heart, to prove thee, to know what is in your heart. Sometimes we don't know. We don't know. Sometimes you don't even know how proud you are. When you are going through some difficulty, you don't even know how proud you are. You will continue, you will want to know how, what is in your heart, whether thou wouldest keep his commandment, whether you will continue to serve him or you are going to backslide. And the lack of it is backsliding. You backslide. You will not continue to love, to serve him. And then he says, and it, it, it teach you that man that not, man does not live by bread alone. But by every word that proceeded out of God's mouth. 
That means your life depends on every word of God. Every word. It says every word. So whenever we gather and we are reading the scriptures, it is for your life. Your life depends on it. It is not, it's not a time for you to forsake the gathering. You want to hear what the word is saying, what the preacher is saying. Because you, 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 man does not live by bread alone. You can't live by your job alone. You cannot live by eating bread alone. You cannot live by bank accounts alone. But what man can live alone is by the word of God. And that through the word, he will feed you in every area. Amen. Amen. Wow. 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 Preaching. Powerful. Amen. Amen. So it means you can afford to miss service. It is it's something that you have to see that I live by this. I live by the word of God. My it. life depends on this. My survival depends on this. True. So even when I'm tired, I want to hear. I want to be there. Mm. It's not an excuse for me not to hear because this is my life. That is what God is saying. But you rather sleep and go and get bread. You rather rest and go and get bread. But God is saying that you will know that man does not live by bread alone, but by every word. But by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God, that man live. Look, I'm not, I'm reading the same, I'm, are you reading the same Bible? Yes. He said that he might make thee know that man does not live by bread only, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of the Lord does man live. It means you cannot afford to miss your quiet time. If you understand the scripture, your daily quiet time is what you live by and you cannot afford to miss it. And I tell you, God can suffer you to hunger. He says, and he humbled thee and suffered thee to hunger. That means he can blow the job and you are in the wilderness. The school, he can blow it and you are in the wilderness. Does somebody understand what I'm sharing with you? Forgetful is a direct line of backsliding and you don't want to be a person who is forgetful. Hallelujah. Remember how far God has brought you. Remember what he has done for you. And you will always want to work with him because then you acknowledge that from step to step is the Lord who is taking you. If he has brought you this far, he's the one who will take you to the next. Put your hands together for the Lord. You don't like the message, John? Oh, we love it. Wonderful. Father, we are grateful. We are thankful. We thank you for your word. We thank you, Spirit of God, for leading us and for guiding us through this message, through your word. Indeed, man does not live by bread only, but by every word that comes out of your mouth. Lord, give us a heart, a hunger for your word, a hunger to hear you. Cause us to be persons who are persons of remembrance. 
Amen. Grateful people. People who count what you have done for us. Remember what you have done for us. That every day in our lives, we acknowledge what you have done and how far you have brought us. Father, we thank you. We glorify your name. We thank you for your many blessings. We thank you for our health. We thank you for strength. We thank you, Lord, that we rose up this morning. You have been with us. You have taken us and you have brought us back. Father, there are others who did not get home on the highway. They did not make it home. But Father, here we are. You brought us back. We sat on the trains. We sat on buses. We sat in cars. We drove on the streets. We drove on the highways. And Lord, you have brought us back. We are grateful. We thank you, Lord, that you place food on our tables today. And you place water on our tables. We thank you, Father, for adding one more day, one more hour, one more minute to our lives. We are truly grateful. Glorify your name for the beautiful church that you have given us. Amen. A church where we have met great people. We have made friends. We have made great relationships. We have formed beautiful relationships. We are thankful, Lord. Let not the enemy ever be in our midst. Let not the enemy meddle with what you have built for us. Amen. But Lord, give us a heart. Not a touchy feeling. Not touchy people. Not sensitive people. Not people who are easily offended. But Lord, give us that nature of God which is able to cover offense. In the name of Jesus. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you for all your blessings. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 With all eyes closed and every head bowed, you are here tonight. You want to give your life to Christ. I want you to say a prayer with me. If you want to receive Jesus as your Savior, say this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Thank you for dying for me. Thank you for dying for me. Please forgive me of my sins. Please forgive me of my sins. I have sinned against you, Lord. I have sinned against you, Lord. Please wash me with your blood. Please wash me with your blood. I welcome you into my life. I welcome you into my life. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I accept you. I accept you. As my Lord and as my Savior. As my Lord and as my Savior. Please write my name. Please write my name. In the book of life. In the book of life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Saving me tonight. For saving me tonight. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Sing, Sean. We believe you have been blessed with this powerful message. Come and worship with us on the Zoom platform with ID number 823-299-84436 every Sunday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. God richly bless you.